0: Dad. hi so i'm 44 now and i'm starting to uh f- feel regular pains in my body i'm like what's that pain all about and everybody's like oh welcome to aging i'm like oh that's great but i've been thinking a lot about aging um i was talking to a lady the other day and she was talking to me about how much she's been struggling with she's i mean she's like in her 80s but she's ta- she's been talking about how much she's been struggling with the loss of her beauty oh and yeah. uh I have no. I have. I can't relate. to We that. don't have that. problem, I've never do had we? beauty, so I don't know what it's like. But I mentioned it to somebody recently, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I really struggle with that too. Like I'm just. I was so, apparently it's very beautiful when she was young, and she feels like she's lost that. But she had so much of her identity wrapped up yeah. in her beauty. And I got. I started thinking about aging and just the idea of how as you get older, uh, I, I almost wonder if it's like maybe God makes your body deteriorate a little bit so that you start to depend more on the the parts of you that aren't your physical prowess or physical beauty, but maybe a little bit more depth in the spirit. I, I, you know, I remember Papa in his last days, uh, my grandpa, he was laying in his bed that he would die in basically, and he told me, he said, you know, Joel, God has taught me more about who he is in the last few weeks being stuck in this bed than in my entire life. And Papa was always worried about his appearance and how he looked. I mean, he always dressed sharp. Like he, we'd be out you know, traipsing around in the woods and he'd have his suspenders on. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting. Cause it's like, as you get older, you have to depend less and less on your physical body. Like I just can't, man, if I had the energy of my twenties with the wisdom I have now, I like to think I have a little bit more wisdom <laughs> than in my twenties. Um, I'm like, man, I'd be invincible. <laughs> but now I'm like, wow. Wow. I've, I've, I actually know some stuff, but I have no energy to do anything about it. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I got to take a nap. So I want to talk a little bit about aging and what's been your experience because you're a little bit more aged than me. Um, a bit? Yeah, you're in your 60s, mid-60s. And, you, I mean, aging, it, there's all sorts of verses in the Bible that talk about the glory of aging. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking, one of them I, I pulled up just right now was one I thought, the gray hair is a crown of glory. Uh, tell that to the hair uh, men's... What's that the ha- hair bosley dye, bosley or, whatever, or yeah. hair dye color people yeah. are, uh-huh. like it's a it says it's gained in a righteous life, and there's all sorts of proverbs that say basically aging is really a gift to you if you 'll lean into it, but how many of us resist it um, just the think the negative side of what comes with aging yeah well, you know I mean first of all, we do recognize that
1: aging is a result of fallen world, you know, I mean, we assume that Adam would not have aged, uh, would not have gotten old and feeble, or at least the decrepitness of it is, you know. Is that a general assumption? Uh, In my mind, it is. So it must be right.
0: Oh, all right. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, there's nothing in the Bible that that, that says that. It's just an assumed.
1: I mean, I guess we assume that, you know, I mean, we know death came through sin. So I suppose
0: you... But couldn't you age and... Well, that's true. I don't know. I guess it's just a natural assumption. Like if you're eventually going to wind down, it yeah. has to come in, in increments. Well, death wouldn't have happened had sin not entered the world, because death entered through sin. But, but would our, we have lost our? I mean, couldn't you have just like lived a good, goodly life with all your energy levels and the whole just, life and just go? Then, well, no, because you weren't going to die. Oh, yeah, good point. Okay, so well, that's solved. All right, there it is. <laughs> enough, enough said. Move on <laughs> to next topic. Right. <laughs> well.
1: Yeah, so anyway, I mean, and we think that,
0: uh, you know, wisdom comes with age, but uh, that's not always necessarily true. Man, that is actually a point I wrote here, that uh, age does not equal wisdom. I've met some of the, you know...
1: Experience, usually age equals experience.
0: Yeah. But whether you learn from that experience or not, and really gained any wisdom... Age doesn't even equal maturity, really. No, it doesn't at all. Because you could be, I mean, I've seen a lot of people that are older and just still making dumb mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, what does come with age? Well, I mean, uh, although scripture
1: kind of says the opposite, but like I, I think of Job 12, it talks about it, "Is not wisdom found among the aged um, and does not long life bring understanding. But it's kind of pointed as a question. So it's like, well, sometimes it does, but sometimes it doesn't.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've thought about that. Like there's certain stuff that as a, as a 20-year-old, I thought I knew everything. But as an older, because I've seen a lot more stuff, it's not like I was actually ever learned it. It's just I watched it and I'm like, yeah uh, just things don't work that way. Like I've been on the earth for 44 years now and it doesn't, that never works out well ever. (laughs) There's there's a whole bunch of
1: things that you would just think work a certain way and they don't. And, uh, you know, it's because of people involved and different personalities and just, there's all kinds of elements. There's just so many, um, we say factors that factor into everything that you can't really figure it out. It's kind of like the stock market, you know, it's like somebody said, Oh, it's hard to predict the stock market. It's not hard. It's impossible. Right, because you think this, you know, everything will be going along, and this is this, and this pro- company's worth this much and that
0: much, and then two planes fly into a building, and boom, yeah, it drops. Why? And there's the black swan concept Taleb talks about, he's yeah. like, "There's always it's it's not the things you expect that are going to take you out. It's always the thing you never expected. So it's like you can't even prepare for what's going to take you out. What you don't know that you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
1: so anyway, I don't know. I I think um, I think what the scripture is trying to say though is. Uh, it's combating perhaps the tendency we have to worship youth or to um, idolize youth. And so that's why it's saying that there, there's wisdom with the age. You know, i will put it this way. I know I remember after pastoring for a number of years and sitting under other pastors and all that stuff, I remember thinking, I don't know, when I was 40 or something, thinking, man, I, don't, I just don't know anything about it. This is like a whole new thing for me, and I'm, I'm like totally ignorant about how to— And then I would talk to younger guys and hear their plans and their thoughts, and I'd go— <laughs> okay, I thought I was stupid. That's really the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So maybe I have learned some things that I didn't even realize. Because again, as you say, you just sort of pick them up by observation. You go, hmm, look at, the- well, if you, and that's the thing, if you pay attention, yeah, then you tend to learn. Otherwise, you can just pass through life and it just all goes over your head and you still don't learn
0: which is a frightening thing you said worshipping of youth, because one of the trends I see in our country right now is that we just think the young people know stuff and they think they do too. Yeah. And it's like, well, the young people are saying, I'm like, the who who are the young people? They haven't done squat with their life. They went to college. Whoopdie frickin do. Yeah. Like, and then you're having them decide on like the public policy and the course of things. It's like, yeah, but they're young people, they've got new ideas. Yeah, but maybe their ideas are stupid. You know, yeah. (laughs) A lot of times
1: the new idea, you can't really have a new idea until you fully understand the old ideas. Well,
0: and King Solomon said, there's really nothing new under the sun. Yeah, Yeah. It's
1: just been tried before. It realized it didn't work. Yeah, And so they put it on the shelf. And somebody else, I remember going to Sam Kelly one time and there was some theology that was starting to go around the church. And I went to him and said, hey, Pastor Kelly, what do you think about this? And he just looked at me and says... Oh, so that's going around again. That's, again. Oh, this has been around again. Oh yeah, he said back in the '30s that was a big deal. You know, Same big body, deal,
0: different face.
1: Yeah, exactly. It got put on the shelf. People, go, this doesn't work. It's not there. And somebody else comes along and finds. Go oh, look at here. Yeah, it's like the G.K. Chesterton story about the fellow who launched out to find from England to find Brave New Worlds. You know, and he got caught in a storm, and all of a sudden, he, when the storm lifted, he found this island. He landed on, he claimed it the name of the Queen. And when he walked over a hill, it was.
0: He's back in England, yeah. In,
1: and he used that as an example. So many young people start out, you know, I'm looking for faith. I got to find it, you know, and they go through all this and I check out this religion and that religion and this religion. And typically they end up coming right back to where they were in the first place. Yeah. But I don't think that's necessarily bad. Because now you own it. You know why you
0: believe that. The the bad part is when they destroy or deconstruct everybody else in the process of them sorting it through. That's the scary thing is when you're trying to sort things through and you're boldly proclaiming things, but you don't even really know what you're feeling. And then you come back around and you're like, how much damage did I cause while I was boldly declaring that what, you know, that's the scary thing to me is that as you get older, you come back to a lot of times the roots and you go, oh, that's why what was it was a King, why King Solomon. Believe. Don't remove an ancient boundary stone set yeah. by your fathers. It's like you do it at your peril. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's why they had that rule. That's why this was the way it was. And you know, we see that so much in our society right now without getting political about it. We're trying to rip up every single ancient boundary stone. Yeah. Yeah. And because it's it's old fashioned or it's whatever. And
0: something know. better will emerge. Right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. No, you don't realize how many years of Trial and error went into getting to this place that you get the benefit of just ripping everything up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is the reason it came there, but you didn't know enough about how we got there. And that's the the peril of not knowing history. Yeah. Because you don't know how we got there and what... So you're just going to have to repeat the same stupid mistakes.
0: Which is a gift of aging if you've been paying attention. Right. Is you've been going... that didn't work back in the seventies. It ain't going to work now either. (laughs) Like, yeah. yeah. And that's something I've seen
1: too. I guess I think about it in parenting because, you know, parenting is a big deal on my, my radar. And I, I look at it and I can remember seeing families that were doing things and I go, man, I don't know. That just doesn't seem right. It's not contrary to scripture. It just doesn't seem to make sense.
0: But they're great families and And they can blog about it. Well, I'm guessing back in your day they didn't blog about it. They just I see that with it, yeah. Like everything, like, yeah. wow, they're such eloquent bloggers. Yeah, but their family's falling apart. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but you oftentimes don't see that until the until the kids grow up mm-hmm. and go and do their own thing. And then you realize, oh my goodness, that wasn't a good way to do it. You know, and the end is better than the beginning, right? Because you I see the fruit going back to of
0: Ecclesiastes that. here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And so you um you after you have lived a while, you do get a chance to see. Unfortunately, here's the unfortunate part about it. I can't then turn around and say to the generation that's coming up, hey, look out. Don't do that. Well, what do you? You're an old guy.
0: What do you know, old guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. that's right. You know, so it's like, okie dokie, bang your head yeah. against the wall. I don't know what else to tell you. You know you're the, you're you're putting muscle cream all over you because you're sore. What do you know about anything? I'm young and powerful. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the strength of the young men is their glory, you know.
0: So, but that's the, a proverb, yeah, yeah right? Yeah. yeah,
1: that's the other half. I think of the but the white hair is the glory of the age. Oh, is that the rest like that. of that one? Yeah, I think. That's right, the hold first on, I'm half pulling of it up. It's
0: Proverbs sixteen thirty one. Let's see, sixteen thirty. Yep, gray hair is a crown of glory it is gained. Uh, whoever, nope, that's not it. It's somewhere else. Okay, well, it's in there? Anyways, justice somewhere in the Bible it says. Look it up and put it in a comment be below. <laughs>
1: There's got to be some version that says
0: that, you know? Yeah. So anyway, so depending on I just wonder if aging I think could be, you know, Richard Rohr uh he says some controversial things, but one of the things he talks about is how the first half of your life, Jung said this too, is basically for uh, building this container and filling it and the second half is pouring out what you've learned. Okay. And I like it's that. not dependent on and and the container isn't the important thing, it's what's been poured into the container. And I think maybe that's a good analogy of like a lot of times we depend on our strength and our health and our viability and you pair, I want to be forever young. You're like, well, you're just not gonna be forever young. And yeah. you don't want to be forever young spiritually or mentally. Yeah, exactly. That's not a good thing. Yeah. So we get obsessed with the physical, and then sometimes if you've been so obsessed with the physical and you've, you know, had the good looks or whatever, again, we're blessed that we've never had that, so we don't have to worry <laughs> about it. That's where we lose. That's probably where we're so deep spiritually, because we had to go with the spiritual side of things. <laughs> Gotta right? be it. Yes. <laughs> but you it's this idea that if you're so focused on the physical and not on the spiritual, uh, when you lose the physical, you can feel like you're losing yourself. Yeah, exactly. But really, it's a chance to go deeper into who your true self is, which is that soul, that mind, that the spirit, the, the soul, which is your uh, your your will, your intellect, your emotions, and go deeper into that. Which is why I think a lot of times it takes the 40s and 50s and 60s where people finally slow down. They have less dependence on their yeah. physical body, their physical strength, their capacities, their energy levels, and have to go. Wow, I got to develop something a little bit deeper here because I'm losing the physical yeah. element. So maybe it's a gift in that way. Well, I think it, I think it probably is.
1: In that, you know, I said that you know aging initially is a result of the fall. However, again, we have that Romans eight twenty eight that God's able to take all things and work them together for good. So even the idea of our bodies are wasting away, as Paul said. We're wasting away externally, but internally we're being
0: renewed day by day. Yeah. and for so this light and momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory, which is beyond all comparison. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, physical, tangible body, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, what is unseen is eternal. Fill in your blanks there. Yeah, I like that. That's right on the money. I mean, that's what Paul said. That yeah, is, yeah, exactly. the whole passage. Yeah, so the, so the fact
1: is that God's able to take what, what, what would can be considered a negative if you're living for this world— Mm. And it forces us to slow down. And as you were talking, starting off talking about Papa, you know the fact that, I mean, he was always going, man. He always had something I mean, happening. Always had, had it, a deal, know, was he was deal turning. going yeah. or doing this or doing. That. And all of a sudden, he had to slow down. And it he drove him insane.
0: Forced. He was like, he was going crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Until he started to find something
0: else to focus upon. Where he leaned into it. Yeah. And I see that's where the. I think that's where the people who are the the greatest asset to the world are the people who lean into their aging. And I'm not saying lean into their aging like, well, I'm going out to pasture now. Yeah, no. no, no, no. but saying, hey, I've actually learned a few things. I'm going to be available to the younger generation. You brought up a couple pod, many podcasts ago the idea that priests were not allowed in the Old Testament to minister after age... was do the 50th sacrifice was after 55. Mm -hmm. They were only allowed to assist the next generation. Yeah, I think that's a great thing because I've seen a lot of, for example, leaders, there used to be an in-charge, the man in-charge, the woman in-charge, the powerhouse. And when it comes time for them to step aside, they end up actually short-circuiting the people coming after them because they're unwilling to relinquish their prestige, their strength, and instead lean on their spiritual strength rather than their presence, strength. Does well, that make sense? It, yeah. It
1: can be hard because you still want to, fe- everybody wants to feel needed. Everybody wants to feel like I have something of value to contribute. And when all of a sudden your value to contribute may not be leadership like it's always been. It may not be the guy out front leading the charge. Yeah. Like the it's visible, been.
0: the power gift guy. Yeah, yeah.
1: It can be difficult if you have found your identity in that. So as you were, the term you're using, you, you do at some point in time have to lean into that. Well, you don't have to, you can just get to be a bitter old man you know,
0: and that's a, what bitter old, a bitter old man or the one that's always undermining the people. coming. Yeah. I mean, I've seen that with some, there's a guy near and dear to you that you knew that I just watched him as, as he aged, he could not take the mentor. He liked the mentor title, but he didn't like what it meant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he always had to be the guy out front, the guy that had all the, the lights shined on him. And he instead just, instead of pushing the other people forward. Yeah. yeah. And in, in some ways he just became kind of a relic and, he just messed up everything. Yeah. Like the, the movement of things forward. He's like, let me insert myself into this. And he probably should have stayed out of it and just offered guidance from the side. Yeah. But I'm he, available here. Yeah. But he couldn't, questions. he couldn't embrace that. And I think some of it was just, I mean, who wants to admit you're getting older? I remember one time I was writing a book about aging and the guy's like, you don't write books about aging. <laughs> I was like, why not? He's like, nobody wants to acknowledge their aging. I was like, well, what do you call it? He's like, talk about like the next phase or growth growing in wisdom and I'm like, yeah. Aging. He's aging. like don't ever use that word in a book. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like this one. This I'm gonna I'm gonna c i am going to i am going to think I'm gonna call this podcast the gift of aging. I will probably probably be one of our least Nobody listening podcasts. Listens. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> How about the gift of not being youthful or yeah. something? You know, we, if if we call it forever young. That's there what we'll call go. it. I'll For, call it forever young. Forever young. There Sucker you go. suckers, you're 16 minutes in now. And just figured out what you're listening to. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: thought we were eventually gonna get to that, didn't yeah, you? Sir. But we haven't. You can't be forever young. And you
0: don't want to be forever young, because no. forever young means you're not tapping into the full capacity of what you've learned from from growing up.
1: Yeah, you know it, it's kind of like that. We we talk about the seasons of life, and they always compare aging to the winter of the season. Winter is a e- e- very important part of time. You know, it, mm. it, there are certain plants that don't grow up. There's not a winter. There's certain plants that won't go to seed if you don't have a have a freeze. You know that winter time. And there are um, certain, uh, you know, you've got bug problems if you don't have a freeze that kills off some of the bugs and things. So Mm. winter's an important time. It's just a time nobody really, I don't know, I guess some people like it. I don't particularly care for
0: all that snow and ice and stuff. Why do you think we live in Texas? That's why I live in the South. That's right. You
1: know, know, on on top of that, though, you know, I mentioned that, you know, when I was a young guy, I I always look for a church where the pastor seemed to have... A few years on me, you know, that doesn't seem to be the case today. So many are looking for a young pastor, you know, and I, I, for you young pastors out there, man, go for it, do all you can do. 20 years from now, you're going to look back and go, boy, was I so stupid. I don't even believe half those things I taught back yeah. then, you know, but that's okay. You do what you can do for now. But there's a passage that I just love. It's a it, it's, uh, Psalm 127.5. It, it talks about the fact that um, children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. How joyful is the man whose quiver's full of them. And then it says, he will not be put to shame when he confronts his enemies in the gate. And I think one of the strengths of youth is the picture that I get is, and there's, there's a story in the Old Testament about it of an older man, he's sitting at the gate, and I can't remember who it was or what was happening, but it was like somebody was coming to take advantage of him. And then they saw, see like his four strong, big, strong, strapping sons standing behind him, and they change their mind. Mm. I'm not going to take advantage of this guy. You know, yeah, he may be weak, I may be able to power him. But he's got four big sons there behind him. And so whereas the, the strength of the elder or older ones maybe that wisdom, the youth can use their strength to really support and encourage and protect you, might say. I mean, for example, in our culture. Or implement um, the wisdom. Yeah, take it and make it happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: that's good. That's a great analogy.
1: In our society, we're like seeing the the age getting taken take, taken advantage of with scams on the internet, yeah. scams here and phone calls that oh I'll offer this and you know they're just trying to do what's right because that's what they've always done and all of a sudden they get scammed by something you know and so I think the 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 and that's not because they're foolish it's just they are. They lack wisdom, it's just they don't understand the technology. The I think it's they just the speed of
0: technology has been so fast changing
1: yeah. that if you can catch somebody yeah, and you gotta work at it fast to stay. I mean you gotta be constantly on top of it to stay yeah. with it. And so they're just not able to do that because again, aging tends to slow you down some. Yeah. So I think the strength, what the what the older generation can bring is a wisdom and an insight and a a longer perspective than you've had a chance to see in twenty or thirty or forty years. Right. Know? And and but then what the youth can bring is take that strength and use it to bless and encourage and protect uh, the weak. Yeah, I mean that's what strength is given for. Whether it's women or whether it's older age, use that strength to protect and to drive things forward in a positive way. And so every season of life has its positives. We just have to really focus upon that and and realize I am where I am. God's got me here. This is just short term anyway.
0: Mm. I'm living for eternity.
1: Yeah. And all this is going to end one way or another, but I'm living for eternity.
0: Another interesting, uh, that Psalm 127, I looked it up in the New International Version, it says, they will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. Yeah. I think that's an interesting being because I remember you talked about the young pastors. And oftentimes I would look at a pastor and like, man, this guy's so wise. And you actually find out he's not that young. He just looks young. He's actually in his 60s. Yeah. I think about that with Andy Stanley. The first time I heard him, like, Oh, Lee, this guy's incredible. I know. I was real upset with God. How can some young guy be that smart? No, he's your age. He's right? not that young. But he just looks young, right? Yeah. But, but you realize too, with longevity, if you've been paying attention, uh, I've seen some guys that can defend arguments. I'm like, how did they know to defend that argument? Well, they've heard them all. Yeah. They've been around to hear the arguments. They know the defense to it. And a lot of times just the sticking in the game, paying attention and learn along the way, you can gain wisdom if you've been paying attention. That's the key. And you don't even see it as wisdom. Yeah, but it's a gift that you have to others, and if you assume, well, they don't care what I have to, you know have to say or whatever, and you're f- focusing again on the physical traits that you're losing out on instead of the deeper spiritual traits. When you focus on those deeper spiritual traits, I think that's where you barely become a gift, and you bring the gift of your age yeah. to those who are coming behind. But you do have to pay attention
1: because none of us are gonna, you know, it's it's a lot less painful to learn from other people's mistakes than
0: learning it all on your own. <laughs> This podcast was produced by Alex Burleson, alexburleson.com. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more from Joel, you can visit JoelMalm.com. Or if you want more from Rick, you can visit rickmalm.com. Please consider leaving a review on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you downloaded this podcast. Thanks again for listening.